Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Now in the deep, deep. Yeah. Rolling in the deep, deep. You know about it. <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And, of course, like always, we will do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so this is a conversation that has grown louder and louder and louder in the BQ news yesterday as we closed up shop on a Wednesday morning like we usually do Brady pointed out that at the Penguins Blackhawks home opener there were chants of fire Matt Canada so Fire Canada, which you know probably threw some Canadian players for a loop, wondering what the hell they're talking about. But there was a Fire Canada chant in. Re- in <laughs> there regard. probably were a lot of players who were offended. You know, they're like Fire Canada. Oh yeah, like, that's right. where I'm from. That's Easy. my that's my country. Hey, you want to yeah. fight, eh? Yeah, want to yeah. fight? Yeah. You want to fight, eh? You want to fight, eh? You gotta gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah. uh, but when when don't the, be saying Canada, eh? When, when the chant is now spilling over into a hockey game, a hockey game which the Penguins lost, by the way, giving up four unanswered goals. Just disgusting. I can't wait for the trade deadline. Fire sale time, speaking of which, there in Pittsburgh. But uh, now the conversation becomes, okay, it's really a thing, and now it's really a thing that's being talked about in other circles. And so 
One of the big highlights, if if not the only highlight offensively for the Steelers all season, was the game-winning touchdown on Sunday in which Kenny Pickett threw deep to George Pickens. They connected, go-ahead touchdown, eventual winning touchdown, and there was some speculation as to was that the play called by Matt Canada or was there some sort of an audible or something at the line of scrimmage? And so Kenny Pickett was asked about that recently, and this was his response. It was protection in the route. Um, you know, they went zero. I want to make sure we protected them and gave George the route. Um, he went and made a, made a great play. It was, it was something that we worked all week on. So it was, it's, it's awesome when you when you put a lot of time in something in a crucial moment like that to win a divisional game. You go out there and you do it in a two-minute drill. It's awesome. Now, what adds to a little bit of this is the fact that there was a shot into the booth of uh, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, and, you know, it, it didn't seem like he looked like the Ravens defensive coordinator, not the Steelers offensive coordinator. So you, right? you're saying he was panicking at I, what he was hearing. Uh, I just think that Which I, I, I do think that don't the microphones go off at a certain point like you can't hear what what your quarterback is saying yeah, at fi- a certain point under 15 seconds. Yeah. I, I think maybe the result maybe irked him a little bit. And I don't like to do the whole oh. body language thing, but it, it did appear like he was maybe bothered that Kenny Pickett might have checked out of whatever was called and it resulted in a touchdown. Mm. And that's sort of the speculation that is going on. But the Steelers are in their bye week. And it does feel like, you know, this conversation is getting louder and louder and louder. And at some point, Mike Tomlin's going to have to answer questions or at least make a decision and just shut everybody up for the entire season. If can, that's a direction. can I ask this question? Because yeah. this all is coupled with a clip that went kind of viral where you see everyone else in the press box celebrating but Matt Canada. Is there an element of, of – if, if Matt Canada's in a room by himself with no one else, or if you could only see him, I don't know that you take anything away from this. The difference is, is you've got all these other coaches up in the press box who celebrate, and he's, like, unemotional, right? Like, there's nothing. Now, granted, I, I get it as a play caller. You've always got to be playing out the next scenario, the next play, the next down. But in this case... That's the ball game. Like, your quarterback just made a check in his protection, a check with the route. He's a second-year starter. That's the sort of progress you want to see. You could give a fist pump. You could smile. You could, be, you could high-five someone. Like, you could be fired up. That's where I'm like, all right, because of this shot where you don't see him act emotional at all, that would, like, bother me if I'm Kenny and I see that, right? Like, all right, maybe that's just his personality. He's not an emotional guy, but – I just made a play to win the game, and that's your reaction? That that would bother me a little bit. Yeah, I saw it. I could draw that conclusion that you just drew, Q. Like, I could see that. That's that's feasible. De- definitely feasible. But even if it's not that. And that's he- a big – like, I told you guys, and, and if you know football, you know it anyway. It's not like I needed to tell you. That's a big game. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Baltimore, that's a big game. Like, you throw a winning touchdown against a lot of other teams, if it's against the Rams, if it's against, you know, somebody else, it's not that big of a deal. You throw a game-winning go-ahead touchdown against the Ravens in a divisional tilt, that's a big deal. Like, that's enough, If even if you're the type of guy that doesn't get excited and stuff like that, especially everything that has been transpiring 
the amount of scrutiny and criticism that's been coming your way, negative energy. I would have been jumping up, pumping my fist, like hit my chest, like that's me. <laughs> that's me. Like fire Canada, huh? Fire these. You know what I mean? Like to me in that moment, I might feel that way. You know, I'm not going to downplay it after I've been going through all of this stuff. So, but he didn't handle it that way. It's I don't, you know, I don't know, hey, man. What would it what would it take for the perception and opinion of Matt Canada in and around town to change in Pittsburgh or nationally now? Because now this is becoming a national story as every week goes on and the Steelers' offense looks dreadful. Like, what would it take? Because I I just feel like people have already made their minds up. And they've already come to the conclusion that it's a Matt Canada problem and not a Kenny Pickett problem. And I don't know how this is any. In, I don't know how he can win in this situation. It just feels like we're 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 heading towards a divorce at some point, and now we're just kind of you know crossing the T's and dotting the I's. The the sad thing is the only thing that can make it switch is you know stuff coming out that it's it's Kenny Pickett or they're blaming him. But the problem is, like, I just have a hard time believing that because I see instances like that where that's Pickett doing, you know, what he knows, playing the game of football and going outside of what, you know, maybe, again, he's kind of coached up to do that within the offense. We always say as quarterbacks, like, that's your toolbox, right? Hey, I see a pressure, some sort of funny look that I don't know much. Like, I haven't seen this on film yet. All right, go to seven-man protection. All right, protect yourself up. Give you your three-man route combination, okay? Is a man, is a zone? Do you have an indicator? If not, like, go, go check to it. Check to a quick screen on the outside. Like, there's other little things you've got in your toolbox you could do. He's doing it. Like, second year, being able to take that next step, to me, is huge. And so, I, again, I, I, don't, I don't think it is Kenny Pickett for any of like, their struggles. Now, he hasn't always played perfect, but I think it's more of the, the play calling. And I think the only way that narrative changes is if someone starts pointing the finger at Pickett. All I know is if they keep winning ugly without the offense and they make it to the playoffs with this offense, it doesn't seem like the correlation of what has happened in in Canada's time there that Mike Mike Tomlin is going to look at it as – it was a, a a miss or a loss. I, I, if he's making the playoffs, if he's finishing close to the top, if not the top of the AFC North, it just seems like he's okay with the smoke. Y'all don't like him, I love him. So deal with it. And I, you know, does that backfire on him? I don't know. Is making the playoffs – not an is, is, does that ever become not enough during during Canada's tenure there? I don't I don't know, but it didn't seem like because these harsh like you were putting this out there what last year Q like you were putting it out like yeah. you know why wouldn't this like there was the same level of intensity honestly in terms of how people were viewing Canada so if if Mike Tomlin was going to give in to the pressure of public outcry fandom outcry. I think it would have happened this past off season. So I mean, I wonder how how bad does it have to be? Do they have to miss the playoffs for them to make a decision on on Canada? Because it doesn't seem like he's giving in to public opinion on how he handles things with this. Um, you guys want to play a fun little game? Sure. You ready for this? It's the game. All right. So Jerry Dulick 
of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, covers the Steelers. He was asked about potential replacements as offensive coordinator for Matt Canada if the Steelers go in that direction. And he threw out a name. So you each get two guesses, all right? We're talking a big-time name. We're talking a name with Super Bowl pedigree, but kind of a checkered reputation, especially over the past couple of years, all right? So let's go ahead. We've got our game show music ready. So, LeVar Arrington, you are from the 412. You get first dibs at this. Potential offensive coordinator replacement in Pittsburgh thrown out by Jerry Dulick of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. That's a very good guess. All right, Brady Quinn. All right, go ahead. Take I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with the players. I'm gonna say Ben Roblesberger. Ooh, Ben Roblesberger. Both are incorrect. All right. So we'll give you another clue here. This is somebody who is a close and good friend of Mike Tomlin. I don't know who is he older in age? He's older in age. Again, Super Bowl pedigree. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, very good guess. That's a good one. I don't know who his friends are, so I don't know why I would know it based off of that clue. Okay. Just take a spin. Come on. A guy that's close to Mike Tomlin. Uh, Super Bowl Haley. pedigree. Todd Haley? Yeah. All right. That would be fun to have Todd Haley back. But no, those but they are, didn't like Todd when he was there. All right. One more guess here. All right. One more guess. And I will go ahead and give you another clue. This should be a, a dead giveaway at this point. Former head coach of the Raiders. Oh, uh, Chucky. Hold on. Hugh Jackson? LeVar Arrington, you have won. John Gruden is the answer. Jerry Dulick threw out the potential and possibility. Mike Tomlin does seem to be the, the one that harbors fugitives at times. You know? Well, didn't Tomlin, did he come up on Gruden's staff in Tampa? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. He was an assistant there. Uh, isn't that the there. backstory there yeah. between the two of them? And, and they are friends. And so I didn't know they were close friends. Yeah. So they are they there are friends. Go. And Mike Tomlin, you know, he's maybe looking around and kicking the tires. John Gruden has yeah, done by some. By the way, you guys didn't like my Hugh Jackson. I did. Uh, it was a good pool. <laughs> it was a good pool. I just couldn't connect Super Bowl to you, though. That was the only reason why I was like, nah, it ain't you. I was <laughs> when was Super Bowl connected to you? Um, but, uh, I mean. I think he's been a part of like one staff somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And I think they did go eight and eight when uh, he was head coach of the Raiders, which Raider yeah, fans would coach. take. They take right yeah. now, that's for sure. Uh, they would if it was still a sixteen game season, they'd take that in a heartbeat. But uh, there is that name that's been thrown out there that maybe John Gruden gets back and slowly works his way back into the NFL. He was doing work this off season with the Saints and Dennis Allen there, so. You know, he's got this legal battle going on with the NFL that it appears like he's well, uh, well ahead on. Yeah, so like remember, Mike Tomlin took in Brian Flores when he has his lawsuit. Yep. That's what I'm, I said, harboring fugitives. Y'all didn't hear me? Y'all didn't catch that? I heard you say oh, it, but yeah. we just need to kind of that Make sure we – okay, okay. I appreciate you putting more context to it. But, yeah, I mean, he's the guy that, like, okay, like, Mike doesn't care what people think, so he'll do it. Like, oh – you know, Gruden's a racist. He's prejudiced. Da da da. This not. So what? He's my guy. 
<laughs> I mean, that's your that's your opinion. You can have your opinion. My opinion's different than yours, right? You know, I, I mean, if you have somebody who does it, and and there's something to be said about that because this, the culture we live in now, it's so driven by by how people stupidity. Oh, okay, well, yeah. yeah. And just for me to get that a little bit bang, more bang. context, it's it's almost like if we decide we don't like you then whoever's employing you has to not like you too. They have to get rid of you too. So so you have public opinion dominating decision-making, whether it's right, for right or for wrong, whether it's just or unjust, it's, that's just what it is. So, yeah, Mike Tomlin doesn't seem to be driven by that. Clearly, he doesn't have any problem with supporting Matt Canada. So if, if he were to bring in uh, John Gruden, I don't. I, hey, I'm bringing in John Gruden. Deal with it. Yeah. That'd you know. be a fun hire. Be fun to talk about. Be interesting. So we'll see. Uh, listen, it's a bye week. Maybe they'll get things together and the Steelers will come back rolling. They are in first place in the AFC North uh, somehow, some way. And uh, we'll, we'll see, continue to monitor this situation as it develops. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So coming up next, we got coaches. We got coaches that are speaking their mind. And one of them may have caused a bigger problem than he realized. We'll explain why that is coming up next here. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in a little over 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have another edition of Over-Unders as we take a closer look ahead with a, with a little bit of gambling sprinkled all over the top of Thursday night football between the Broncos and the Chiefs. So that'll be yours here again coming up 20 minutes from now. So uh, NIL has caused uh, some problems for some people in the world of college football. There are some people out there who are not fans of it. There's some coaches out there who like to call out other coaches and programs recently. The most recent example of that, though, was Mark Stoops, who is the head coach of Kentucky. Uh, This after Kentucky got smashed by Georgia, Mark Stoops was on his coach's show and he made some comments about Georgia when answering a call from from somebody who was very upset about the way Kentucky's been playing. And he made an accusation against Georgia. So we're going to hear that. Then you're going to hear Kirby Smart's response to it when asked about it. And then you're going to hear Mark Stoops come back and say everything was completely a misunderstanding. Here we go. Yeah, I could promise you in Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days, and uh, we could use some help. That's what they look like, you know what I mean, when you have 85 of them. So, so uh, uh, I encourage uh, anybody that's disgruntled to, to pony up some more. Mark Stoops was talking about NIL yesterday. I'm not sure if you heard about those comments. Um, he said, I, I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. We could use some help. Is that a fair assessment? What's your reaction to that? No reaction, much to do about nothing really. I mean, I think Mark's trying to garner uh, interest in, you know, money from his fan base for his collective, and we're all trying to do the same in terms of trying to get money for our collective. I don't think Mark and I talked about NIL pregame, and uh, we talked about it in our meetings. So I'm not, not biting on that. That was one part that was taken completely out of context. You know, basically one person was questioning me and the program and getting over the hump. I really simply should have said, hey, dude, I got over a lot of humps. Uh, That's not a hump. That's Mount Everest. So there's uh, Mark Stoops and Kirby Smart back and forth. I mean... I think it's funny. I, I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's, it's So first off, let's more accurately portray this. This isn't Mark Stoops and Kirby Smart. This isn't. That's, that's not how this is portrayed. This is a bigger conversation about how coaches discuss NIL with the media. In, in, in my opinion, no, in no way was Mark Stoops taking a shot at Kirby Smart. He was just pointing out what is true to some degree. I mean, now I think it's a little easier to get guys to want to come to your school after you've won back-to-back national championships. Like, everyone wants to be a part of a winner. People want to be associated with that. You see it with brands and marketing. You see it all the time. Someone's a winner. They're like, yeah, I want to go see that guy. I want to meet that person. So they want to be a part of it. The, the truth of the matter is, though, is what Mark Stoops brought up is you, you are allowed to provide NIL opportunities for student athletes when they get to campus. And if Georgia is doing that at an elite level and they have combined with that back-to-back national championships and a chance to win a third, it's hard to compete with. And so how do you compete with that? You got to pay kids more. I mean, that's 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 the reality of it. So, um, I don't know that there's anything that Mark Stoops said that wasn't true. But I thought Kirby Smart handled the media trying to make more of it as perfect as he could. And by the way, he's on top of the college football world right now. He's done a tremendous job on the field and even building up things off the field for their collective and everything else. So I don't know why we don't revere Kirby Smart. 
given what he's potentially about to do this season, which I, I, I'm trying to think of the last team to three-peat. I, actually, I, I know the answer. It was back in like the early 1900s when Minnesota did it. Hmm. So, you know, to me, like, let's portray this for what it is. This isn't a Mark Stoops, Kirby Smart. That, that's the media trying to manipulate this. It's just an NIL conversation, and that's where college football is at right now until there's more governance or more people looking over how all this stuff works. NIL has opened up these conversations 100%. Collectives, it's, it's, a, it's a business, and it's a business that can, can ultimately help schools really, really build up what they have going on with their programs. Everybody's, I, I mean, I would assume most people are aware of how this all works at this point. Um, so I don't see why anyone would continue to get offended by if one school is more supportive and are able to garner the type of funding through their collectives more so than other other schools. That's 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 what would be perplexing to me. And if you have a coach that's calling out their fan base or their alumni base or whatever it may be that's connected to their community, it's it's kind of like I'll, I'll say if I'm a really good coach and you know I'm coaching and I'm calling good plays, but my players just aren't of the caliber that playing against a Georgia team are going to be, and you're not participating, you're not contributing. I mean, does his statement have does does it ring true? Is there some value to what he's saying? You know, you'll pay you you'll pay a lot of things. You'll do a lot of things to be a part of a game day experience. But but is any part of that giving money to a collective to give to the to the players basically is what what he's saying. So I, I mean, from what I can gather, from what I can gather, the way this is all working out at this point is there's almost a starting salary for for guys if they have stars on their names or if they're of a high profile where they have to do X amount of appearances for the collective, and that's how they're paid. I mean, you, you just derived all that from what Mark Stoops said. Well, I'm just saying the larger conversation here is is that he wants to, he's he would love to have that type of support that a Kirby Smart in Georgia has. Sure. That's sure. that's what I'm saying. Like, regardless, of, uh, if if Stoop says it, if if Saban says it, any other coach says it in basketball, whatever it may be, players are being bought. Yeah. That's that's and now you can actually say it, and a kid isn't necessarily going to get suspension or lose their eligibility because the way they're getting paid is legitimized, it's legalized, and that's what that's the conversation of. Is there? There's still obviously a gray area, but but the rich get richer, the poor stay poor, and and those in between they're just they're just there in between. But that's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. It's very real. Doesn't it feel like Georgia is completely under the radar? They haven't lost in almost 680 days, and it's almost like, huh. Eh. Yeah, just but like there's so much conversation about Colorado and some of these other storylines 
that Georgia's just flying under the radar. Like, they just beat Kentucky 51-13. And it's like, well, you know, listen, this is just the way it is. And if you look at their schedule, they got two ranked opponents left in the regular season. Then whatever happens in the SEC championship game. Like, this team, like, is we're looking at a three-peat square in the eyes. And that's almost like not even, like, a top-five discussion in college football right now. Kind of wild. It's because it's not the newest thing, right? It's like the newest hot thing is what everyone gravitates towards. They can't appreciate the greatness, the dominance that Georgia's had. It's almost like people get bored with it. Maybe that's more of a... It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> it, it really is because, like, like I, for example, it's Notre Dame-USC this week, and people are talking about, like, this USC team and the game, and they're like, oh, I wish Notre Dame would have won. It would have been such a big game. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm like, when I played USC you could make the case that that was the greatest era of USC football. They went back-to-back national championships, and they were going for a third in a row. Like, that was the era that I had to play USC. I'm like, these USC teams aren't anywhere close to that. I said, not even anywhere close. Not draft picks, not talent outside of Caleb Williams. Like, not even close. And it's like, people just, for whatever reason, they they can't seem to appreciate, like, history and, and what... Like teams have consistency of what teams have done. I mean, for example, we're talking about what Kirby Smart's done as being incredible in the college football world. Like this could be if he if he three peats, you could make the case he's done it in the most difficult era in college football history because of the playoff. And and that that's saying something. Like you'd have to put him immediately up there in the upper echelon of greatest coaches of all time. But like what doesn't get talked about enough is Mark Stoops is probably the best head coach at Kentucky yeah. since Paul Bear Bryant. Think about that. Like we look at Paul Bear Bryant as the greatest, one of the greatest head coaches, and associate him with Alabama. People tend to forget he coached for Kentucky from forty-six to fifty-three. He won Coach of the Year in nineteen fifty. Like this has been an incredible run. For Mark Stoops at Kentucky, all things considered, who also has won SEC Coach of the Year in 2018. Like, there's a reason why he's calling out to his alumni and collectives saying, like, hey, everyone on the outside views this as a basketball school. Uh, look what I've done. You haven't had this in, in literally half a century, over half a century. And so now it's here, and if you want it to stay here and us to be competitive, you can't just be cons- supporting basketball like that. You got to support football like that too, which is a look. It's a big money you know driver anyway. And by the way, I'd say of late, what Mark Stoops has done with Kentucky football is much more impressive than what John Calipari's done with oh, UK basketball. Come on, mm. is Cal- that not fair? Why's Coach Cal got to catch a stray in the middle of October? Come I, on, I'm just saying, if it's a basketball school, what has Kentucky basketball done lately? Mm, come up short. Yeah, you know what's going to happen? Your phone's going to start lighting up with text messages because there's some people that have rabbit ears when it comes to Kentucky criticism. No, it won't. Yeah. No, it won't because they know I'm speaking truth to it. Mm. Like, that's the reality. Is, is anyone who's sitting there and likes to Kentucky, if they want to argue that, you're out of your, you're out of your ma- mind. I was going to say, you're out of your damn mind. Uh, like, like, in all like, seriousness. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I wanted to. I wanted to go there. You're out of your mind, ain't you? <laughs> I mean, t- tell me I'm wrong. No, it's true. Um... Yeah, and I just think it's he's probably looking around going, what can I do? 
Like, like, how do I compete with this? Because think about all the great players George has lost. I mean, J- by the way, Jalen Carter is going to be Rookie of the Year. He's unbelievable. And that was a guy who's Defensive Rookie of the yeah, Year. Yeah, Defensive Rookie of the Year. And he, he's been unbelievable. But you just think about all the players they lost. They lost their starting quarterback. All the talent that has come through Georgia in the past couple of years. And still just staying steady. Just winning games. Beating beating teams, beating them handedly. They've been in some close games. They're maybe not as good as they were last year or the year before. But I just think it's one of the, the we. There's more discussion about Deion Sanders' son flashing a watch than Georgia not losing a football game in almost 680 days. That's that's wild to me. And Kirby Smart probably loves it. It's probably it's probably the best thing that's happened to him. Just keep on keeping on, and maybe they're going to win a third straight national title. Hmm. So, good for them. Yeah, well, Georgia Bulldogs, they're good. Why don't you like him flashing his watch, Lavar? What what bothers you about that? Uh, about Shador flashing yeah. his watch? I just think it's too much, and I, it takes a lot. It takes a lot for me to say it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. And, and listen. I, Iowa Sam was very triggered by it as well too. I think when Prime was, yeah, I, I mean, was. Prime, was, but Prime <laughs> was too much when he played. I mean, he was, but the the difference is, Deion Sanders is literally arguably the greatest athlete of all time, literally in the conversation of greatest athletes of all time. I mean, I, I don't want to you know put too much out there about this, but we did have a conversation about the whole it's personal thing. And then we did see some Phillies players, which, okay, for starters, Deion Sanders played for Atlanta. Like, the yeah. fact that you had Phillies players wearing a prime sweatshirt, a T-shirt with Dion on it, it was like, hold on, dude. I know you guys are young, but do you guys know the history? Do you guys know Dion played for the other team? In a here? world Like, if series, anyone should be yeah. wearing T-shirts. It should be them. It should be the Atlanta Braves. Right. But – they did mention it's personal, and that's who they used as their example of of what was said and all that. I mean, flashing a watch. I got no problem with it. I, I think just, it's funny. I, 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 I mean, it could be funny. Good. I'm glad you think it's funny. I, 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 I just think that, to me, you're you're a quarterback. You've you've burst onto the scene in a major way. You you have so many opportunities out there. Why? Why complicate it? Like in that moment, like why complicate it? Like I, I have no problem with taunting uh, an opposing team's fans while you're leaving the field. But if you beat you know? a powerhouse like Arizona State, you should deserve a celebration. I don't even get involved with like, oh, if they were a winning team or if they're not a winning. It doesn't matter. Like, there's just a level of how, in my estimation, of how you handle things. Like, if you went, if you went by and was like, you know, like even if he did the the watch flashing deal while he's going by to the locker room, or it was quick, it was like so orchestrated <laughs> and so like like choreographed and and for what? <laughs> for what? Like, okay, you got Khaled and Rick Ross and all these other people out here that's that's behind it. It's really turned into the way this has been kind of framed and and, and positioned. It's kind of uh, – that's just too deep. I'm not even going to do that. No, nah, it's just – it's I'm going to leave it alone. But I, I, it's too, it's a little too much. And, and I'm saying that in terms of for – 
Shador's well-being as not only a, a player, but just as, as a person in general. That's like there's no reason for you to put that type of spotlight on yourself, that type of target on you. There's no reason to do it. Like just keep playing. There are a lot of people that didn't think that Shador Sanders could do what he's doing right now at the level that he's doing it at. And yet he's doing it. And for the ones who thought he could, they get proven right. Let them be the ones that flash their watches. Let them be the ones that do the taunting. Let that let that be what it is. But I just think for him, he's doing he's hurting his his status. He's hurting yeah. his stock, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, you know, he's just bragging a little bit. And if you want to brag, tell people you stay at Graduate Hotels because Graduate Hotels is your college game day headquarters in more than 30 hotels in all your favorite college towns. Book a stay this season and save up to 30% with the code 2PROS at graduatehotels.com. That's 2PROS at graduatehotels.com. So we've got ourselves another edition of Over-Unders as we look at the Thursday Night Football. And it's yours here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches, we talk to players, we tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy oh yeah is this double j Yeah, you don't know nothing about this far. Uh-huh. Who's right? 
What have you done for me lately? Ooh, yeah. Man, Janet Jackson, bangers. Songs. Had a lot of them. Now, does she lip sync like uh, her brother Michael did or no? Oh, Just curious. What? Yeah. I mean, there was a point in you time pick, most people did when they danced real hard. Oh, okay. Not everybody. You you really do pick like the weirdest battles to take on. Yeah, it is I don't weird. get it. Oh, that's why they it's call like, me the can man. Anybody can get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so why, why are you the can man? Anybody can get it. Call me the can man. Nobody's safe. Janet Jackson is better than Michael Jackson. There's your hot take for the day. So put that in your Jackson okay. 5 pipe and smoke it. What do you think about okay. that? <laughs> by the way, we are uh, brought to you by... Uh, oh, no. Oh, pro- no. <laughs> Progressive Insurance. Oh, oh, no. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now, we do have uh, a little bit of an update. Somebody has had a big impact uh, on Thursday Night Football on this matchup coming up later on tonight. We'll get into that for you again top of next hour. But right now, it is time for this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead the lap. How'd we do last week? Yeah, recap of last week, you guys. Uh, game total, point total for last week was 44 and a half. Jonas and LeVar, you guys had the over. Of course, Chicago won that game 40 to 20 over the Commanders. Passing touchdowns for Sam Howell. Everybody took the over. He did throw two. Passing and rushing yards for Justin Fields was at 245 and a half. Jonas, you were the only one to take the over on that one correctly. Bang, bang. Justin Fields' <laughs> turnovers in that game was at a half. Brady and LeVar, you guys correctly took the under. And then lastly, LeVar, Arrington jersey spotted at the game. We had it at a half. Jonas Lavar, you guys took the unders on that. We could review the tape. I've reviewed it once or twice. You didn't see any. Couldn't oh, I saw one. Oh, yeah? I did. Nah, I did. I did. Screenshot it for me, Brady. I'll give you two points. Well, how am I going to screenshot it now, Lee? I, I don't know. Tell me when it was. Oh, I'll, go, I'll yeah, go back. Lee, Here's the thing is, we it. can't, Lee, we can't do these anymore because we have to rely on you being sober when you're watching these games, oh, which oh, is no. never I mean, a good combination. That was a lame game. I was sober as a bird. Oh, yeah, oh Lee, you, Lee, you don't get once you have kids, you'll understand. Those football games get erased off the DVR pretty quickly, and Bluey episodes are just filled to the brim on that bad boy. Well, it's not so. even that so much. It's the fact that Lee wants me in the next two minutes to be able to find that and take a screenshot of it. Yeah, we got all week, baby. Yeah. Just tell me where it is. I'll find it for you, Brady. Well, we got to move on. That's okay, guys, retroactively yeah. change it. Okay. All all right. So who won, guys? As always, LeVar wins 4-1. Jonas also 4-1. Brady, 2-3. The total's right Wait, now. Wait, how does LeVar win? Yeah, Jonas went 4-1, too. I, I got ahead of myself Tie goes to bar. But, but you're, you're basically saying I'm I'm winning overall. Overall, you have a one-point lead on Jonas, two-point lead on Brady. All right. So we're all close here. We're all what do we got this week? This week, point total for the game. In week six, Thursday Night Football, 47 points. Over. Yeah. Over. 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 Chiefs will get that Over. alone. Ooh. Passing touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes, two and a half. Over. Over. Oh, wait, oh, oh. <laughs> Over. Uh, I'll take the under. <laughs> I'm going to say under. Okay, are we counting that little flip play they do at the, at the yes, goal line? Yes, it counts as a pass. God. I'm taking the it's over. Basically, it's basically a long-armed handoff. I'm sick of that crap. I'll take the over then. I'll take the over. 
I'll take the over. Okay, all overs. Fellas, total turnovers for Russell Wilson, one and a half. One and a half? I'll say I'm going to take the under. Yeah. You know, Lee, I'll take the over. Don't mind being negative once or twice. I'm sure you don't. Receiving yards for Travis Kelsey, 66 and a half. I'll take the under. Mm. I don't think he's going to play. I'll take the under as well. All right, But then again, his girlfriend is going to be there. I'm take the over. I'm going to take the over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of that, first cutaway to Taylor Swift after kickoff, before or after the first commercial break? Before. Yeah, it'll be before. Before. Yeah. You got to keep the audience because by that time, Kansas City will be up three touchdowns. You got to keep the audience. So. Yeah, smoking like a true Bears fan. But, what? Come on. (laughs) What? I'm trying to point out what's the potential of happening here. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Lamar so good at this game, by the way? Secret game. Because he doesn't care. I mean, that's the secret. (laughs) Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 